Well, hello there, and welcome back to Beached Whale Podcast. Hey, everyone, it is Destiny. Welcome back to the podcast. We are coming in hot right before Valentine's Day. So I thought that this episode could be a perfect opportunity to talk about how to be okay with being single on Valentine's Day because for all of my fellow chronic single ladies and men and everyone else in between out there, I know that this day can be really challenging and hard for people, especially as you see your friends and your loved ones in um, committed relationships. And it can just be really hard to kind of be on the outside, especially when our society lifts up this day so much. And there is so much commercialism around it. Um, and yeah, it can just be a really challenging and kind of mopey day for a lot of people. So I wanted to do a podcast episode kind of talking through some ways that you can be okay with being single on Valentine's Day, or at least start working on being okay. So actually, first, I just want to give a little bit of backstory. So like I just said, I have been uh, chronically single my entire life. I've never really had like a long relationship. And by long, I mean like more than like a week. Um, I will say that in all of my years, there has only been one Valentine's Day that I genuinely enjoyed, and it was in grade five. <laughs> oh, maybe grade four. It might have been grade four. Grade four or grade five. Um, and my quote-unquote boyfriend at the time um, brought me a candle. <laughs> he brought me a candle, but what really made this such a fun day for me is that this boy happened to be a twin um and he had taken the candle from his twin sister's room without asking her had just taken this candle and given it to me but the issue here is that his sister was one of my best friends at the time so obviously i was like super excited about the candle and i like shared it with her and she was like basically bitch what the fuck (laughs) Like, why do you have my candle? Keep in mind, this happened in like grade four or five. So like a very long time ago. And I only just got rid of this candle. I have had it sitting in my bedroom ever since. I have never lit it. It's just always been there. And finally, when I moved into this job last year and I had to do a big overhaul of my childhood bedroom, I I finally got rid of it. (laughs) But that was really the only good Valentine's Day I've ever had. So I wanted to put that out there so that you know that I'm not someone coming at you with this episode who has been in like several happy committed relationships and has had so many Valentine's Days and like this is my first one where I felt kind of like blah, like no. (laughs) I am a chronic like anti-Valentine's Day gal. Um, So I feel like I have a little bit of authority to talk on this subject. My number one kind of tip um, is the hardest one by far. And it takes a lot of time. So the chances of you being able to do this and do a complete 180 by Valentine's Day this year is pretty much impossible, but it will give you kind of like a stepping stone on how you can continue to work on yourself so that maybe by next Valentine's Day, you'll have a little bit of a better time. And the other steps that I've included here are kind of more immediate things that you can do. So stay tuned for those if you're looking for more of like an immediate action. 
So my first thing, and please, please hear me when I say this, is that you need to recognize that you are a whole, not a half. Okay, we have been conditioned our entire lives with this idea of your other half being out there, of your soulmate, of this other person who when you meet them and you connect with them, you're finally going to feel fulfilled and whole. And I think that's just a really toxic thing, not only to put on yourself, but to also put on that other person. I'm not saying that you need to be a perfect individual with absolutely no flaws before you can get into a relationship. Obviously not. I'm just saying that you need to recognize that you don't need another person to feel happy or fulfilled or successful or worthy because you're already all of those things by yourself. Our worth and our success is tied up in our relationships. And it's like that because this is what we've been conditioned to. And this is what we see all the time with our friends, with our family, in the school systems, in popular culture like movies and TV shows and shows. Relationships are always, always, always at the forefront. And the people who are single in those movies and in those shows are often depicted as, you know, quote unquote, losers or quote-unquote the ugly ones, and all of these negative stereotypes and associations that just aren't true at all. And I think that's where a lot of our insecurity and our own um, feelings or lack of worth comes into play because we have believed for so long and continue to believe that we need somebody else in our lives to make us feel fulfilled. And this is the hardest step, as I said, because there is no one linear path to the correct answer here. There's no magic spell. There's no fancy potion. There's nothing that I can tell you right now that's going to fix your mindset 100% because it is a fixed mindset already. It's something that you're already believing because it's what's been pushed on you for so, so long. So because of this, it's going to take a lot of work and a lot of time and a lot of dedication to unlearn those things in order to uncondition yourself and open yourself up to the possibility of feeling whole just as yourself. There's a couple of ways that I would recommend that you go about this. The first way is that I would recommend spending purposeful, meaningful time with yourself. I want you to take out time, carve out time in your day. It doesn't have to be every single day. It doesn't even have to be every single week if you don't want to. But set aside purposeful, meaningful time to work on yourself. And this could be things like journaling or meditation. Both of those offer you the chance to reflect. Reflect on why you feel sad or angry or however it is you're feeling on Valentine's Day. Reflect on why relationships are so important to you. Reflect on the last relationship you had and how that made you feel and how you feel now that you're not in one. Or reflect on how you feel when you've never been in one and everyone around you either serial dates or has found someone. Reflect on all of those things, on all of the feelings and emotions and things that this holiday in particular bring up. The things that you're insecure about, 
and take the time to journal through those. Maybe you go to chapters, you buy yourself a really, really cute journal, and you just do like a journal or a diary and keep track and reflect on all of these different questions, not only leading up to Valentine's Day, but throughout the rest of the year as well, because that's only going to help you be able to really sink your teeth into this idea that you are not a half, you are a whole. And again, you probably won't come to that realization by this Valentine's Day, but hopefully by Valentine's Day 2022, you'll have done all of that self-work so far in advance that when the holiday comes around, hopefully it won't come with those familiar feelings of emptiness or feeling left out or insecurity or feeling like you're never going to have that or you're never going to find love and that you're somehow less because of that. My second way that I would recommend doing this is if this is a process that you're struggling to undertake by yourself, maybe you're just not fully sure of how to approach it, maybe you don't really know what questions you need to be asking yourself, maybe you don't know how to reflect because it's something that you've never really actively done before. There are two groups of people that I would recommend you reach out to. The first would be your support system, so your friends, your family, whoever that you have in your life that you feel like you can talk to these things about and who would be able to offer you good insight because they do know you so well. The second group of people that I would recommend you talk to, and this isn't for everyone, but if your friends and your family don't really know how to help because they don't know the questions to ask and they don't know how to support you on this journey, I would really recommend looking into hiring a coach, whether that's a confidence coach to help you build up your own inner confidence so you don't feel like you need somebody else to help you with that, Um, whether it's a relationship coach, some kind of person who is out there who actively on a daily basis is helping people come to these realizations because they know what to ask and they offer an unbiased perspective because they don't know you from Adam. They're not in your life on a day-to-day basis so they, they'll be able to look in objectively and be able to help you pull out these pieces of information and maybe these memories or these specific feelings that you're having that cause you to have a lot of anxiety and feelings on this day. And again, I know that that's not the option for everyone. It definitely can be a big investment in yourself, especially if they're a more well-known and prominent coach in the industry. Um, But even signing up for things like workshops and webinars that different professionals and coaches in the space offer, those are much less upfront costs, but you'll still get benefits and you'll still have a community that you can lean on and you'll still have someone who's knowledgeable in that field who is going to be able to help you take those next steps. So like I said, this first one is obviously the hardest and it's going to take you the most time to do it. So chances are, you might not have been able to do all of this work by Sunday. So I also wanted to include a couple tips or tricks or strategies that you can employ both on Valentine's Day and leading up to Valentine's Day to help mitigate some of the negative emotions and feelings that you might be feeling. First one is to set boundaries, both with yourself and with others. As much as you want to go onto Instagram or onto Facebook on Valentine's Day to see all of the really cute relationship pictures and to see your friends or your family so happy and in love, maybe you just don't. Maybe you delete those apps from your phone from the day. Maybe you temporarily deactivate your Instagram account. 
Maybe you purposefully take that time away and you protect your headspace. Because as much as you want to see those pictures, maybe Valentine's Day isn't the day. Maybe it's just going to make you feel worse about yourself instead of better. So maybe you take that time and, you know, you just put the app away and then maybe you come back to it on Monday and then you can go like everybody's pictures. But maybe you give yourself 24 hours to just be unplugged and not have everyone else's relationships shoved into your face. Because I know that can be hard. I know that from personal experience. This could also look like setting boundaries with people that you know. You know, maybe relationships isn't a topic that you want to discuss that day. Maybe you set down some ground rules with friends who you might be seeing or talking to and just saying like, hey, you know what? Yeah, it's Valentine's Day. Yeah, it sucks, but let's not talk about it. I haven't talked to you in, you know, a month, a week. Like, how's your life? Maybe you just don't focus on the holiday at all. And that's totally okay. Boundaries are super important, and we've talked about this in previous podcast episodes, and I know that boundaries can be really hard to set, but once you do set them and you draw that line in the sand and you stick to it, that can really, really help because those protect you. They protect your feelings, your emotions, your headspace, and on a day like Valentine's Day where there might be a lot of tumultuous feelings and stuff that's brought up in you, you know, maybe you just don't subject yourself to those outside influences like Instagram and Facebook. My next thing is to take Valentine's Day as an opportunity to celebrate self-love rather than romantic love. Write yourself a love letter celebrating you. You don't need somebody else in your life to tell you how great you are. You can tell yourself. Write yourself a letter. Tell yourself, all of the things that you've learned this year, all of the little celebrations that you have for yourself. And then maybe you, you know, you tuck it away in the back of a drawer and you never read it again. Or maybe you take some time and you sit in front of a mirror and you read it to yourself and you make yourself really hear what you're saying and really recognize that, you know, you are an immaculate being and self-love is incredibly powerful. I would argue sometimes more powerful than romantic love. Take Valentine's Day. Take this as an opportunity to celebrate you. Maybe plan to do something that you want to do today. Maybe you have an at-home spa night and you do your nails and your hair. And, you know, maybe you do your makeup and you do a little self photo shoot and then you can post the pictures next day with some clever little caption about being single, you know, and just really celebrate that. Valentine's Day has become commercialized for romantic love, but there's more than one kind of love, you know? There's eros, obviously, which is erotic or romantic love, but then there's also philia, which is, you know, platonic love, love with your family, love with your friends, and there's also just self-love, the love that you have and the respect that you have for yourself. So take that day to celebrate those other subgroups of love. Celebrate your friends. FaceTime them. Go out for coffee with them. Have some wine. Have a slumber party, for Christ's sakes. Or spend some time with yourself and just cherish yourself and love yourself. Maybe you buy yourself an expensive dinner. Expensive. <laughs> Maybe you buy yourself an expensive dinner. You know, maybe you go on a wine tour. Maybe you go travel somewhere. You know, once when Corona's not around, you know, maybe you do a road trip. 
maybe you drive a couple of hours to a place that you've wanted to go. On kind of the flip side of that, you, you'll you know as a person which of the two will fit better for you. So on the one hand, you could go out and make plans that you're not sitting around and, you know, moping and feeling sorry for yourself. But on the other hand, maybe that's exactly what you do. Maybe you take some time for yourself to sit in your feels and, you know, again, reflect on them. Maybe you take this time to make yourself a nice dinner and catch up on some of your favorite shows. Maybe you take this time to go to bed early because as much as Valentine's Day might suck (laughs) in a lot of ways, the one really good thing about it is that if you're not in a relationship, no one expects anything from you. You could literally get away with murder. You can go to bed at 7 p.m. and no one's going to say anything because they're not expecting you to go out and do anything because it's a day that's supposed to be about romantic love. At least that's what a lot of people like to preach. And I'm telling you that it's not. You can celebrate your own love, your love of your family, your friends, but use that. Use, you know, everybody else's opinions to give yourself a day to just chill the frick out. And maybe that's what you need. Maybe you just need to buy a Dairy Queen cake and eat it by yourself. (laughs) Again, maybe you're the flip side and you know that that's not going to be good for you and your mental health. So maybe you take the day and you jam pack it full of stuff and you just, you go. You go see friends, you go see families, you go on a road trip, whatever. My last tip is to break something. And I don't just mean anything. I don't mean like go punch your TV or, you know, go break an ex-boyfriend's nose. Obviously not. But it can be really therapeutic to release all of your emotions by breaking something. Now, I mean this in a controlled environment and a controlled activity. So specifically, what I would recommend you do is go to a dollar store, buy a really cheap glass plate, and then get some fun colored markers or whatever your aesthetic is and write on that plate all of the negative emotions and feelings that you have surrounding Valentine's Day. Maybe you write out the names of some of your exes or your unrequited loves. Maybe you write down some things that you're feeling insecure about, about yourself or whatever. Write all of those things down on the plate and then take the opportunity to break it, to release all of those things with this physical action. Now, definitely do this in a safe, controlled environment. So maybe you put a tarp down, maybe you wear goggles, maybe you do it in a more controlled way and you use a hammer. That way it's, you know, not like you're just like chucking a plate against a wall or something. But that action can release so much in you. Like I did this in university one time. I actually think I might have done it with my roommate Morgan. I can't remember who I did it with. I think it was her. And it was so therapeutic to just write it all down because the process of writing it down makes you think about it actively. You know, it's not something just in the back of your mind. You're actively thinking about it. And then you get to watch as that shatters into a million pieces. And it just, it feels so good. An alternative to this is maybe you write it out on a balloon and then you like pop the balloon. Or maybe you write it out on paper and then you burn it. Or you rip it up or anything like that. You know, there are so many different variations in terms of safety or accessibility, um, but I would definitely recommend you try that because it could just, it can be a really great feeling. So those are some of my main tips that I have for being okay on Valentine's Day. And again, like I said, 
I am with you. <laughs> I feel this. I understand how challenging, um, you know, this time of year can be. But I just want to remind you that while Valentine's Day may suck, all of the chocolate will be half off on Monday. So go get it. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of Beach Whale Podcast. If you liked it, definitely do not forget to rate and review our podcast. That helps so, so much. Also, make sure that you follow us on Instagram. You can follow the podcast at Beached Whale Pod, and you can follow myself, the host, at It's Your Dest. We would love to see you there. And do not forget to screenshot you listening to this episode right now, throw it up on your stories, and tag us so that we can put it up on our stories. And thank you for listening. As always, do not forget that you are worthy regardless of your size, and we will see you next Whale Wednesday. Bye!